It's 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV for Thursday, June 8th, 2023. I'm Derek Gilbert. Topic number five today. A lot to cover today. The dam in Ukraine, the partial destruction of the Karkovka Dam early Tuesday morning saw, of course, Russia and Ukraine exchanging accusations about who's responsible. However, a report from the Washington Post in late December uh, lends some credence to Russia's version of the events. The story was titled Inside the Ukrainian Counteroffensive that Shocked Putin and Reshaped the War. Now, in the context of spinning this in Kiev's favor, Washington Post journalists quoted the former commander of November's counteroffensive in Kherson region, that's the region south downriver from the dam, uh, the uh, Major General Andrei Kovalchuk, who admitted to planning the destruction of the dam. Now, bear in mind, he's the Ukrainian commander of the counteroffensive, and he admitted to the Washington Post that he considered flooding the river. The Ukrainians, he said, even conducted a test strike with a HIMARS launcher on one of the floodgates of the Karkovka Dam, making three holes in the metal to see if the Dnieper River's water could be raised enough to slow Russian river crossings but not flood nearby villages. The test was a success, Kovalchuk said, but the step remained a last resort and he held off, end quote. Again, note the takeaway there. The Ukrainians hit the dam with a HIMARS missile supplied by the United States, but they blamed Russia for hitting the dam. So here's the question. Russian sources reported on Wednesday that its forces had repelled a Ukrainian counteroffensive in the Donetsk region. This is the long-awaited planned attack. The plan, by the way, according to Undersecretary of State Victoria Nuland, planned in conjunction with military planners inside the Pentagon, if the Russians are telling the truth, and they did in fact repel this counteroffensive that was supposed to begin in the spring, um, would the failure of this counteroffensive constitute a last resort? With the Ukrainians in desperation trying to change the situation on the battlefield to gain a tactical advantage, flood the river. Again, they bombed it in November and blamed the Russians for it then. Don't know. Don't know. Uh, but that leads to uh, topic number four, which is the Nord Stream bombing. The Washington Post on Tuesday reporting that an unnamed European intelligence service told the CIA that Ukraine's military was planning to bomb the Nord Stream gas pipeline connecting Russia and Germany three months before the bombing that took place September 26, 2022. This is based on Pentagon and classified intelligence documents allegedly leaked by Air National Guardsman Jack Teixeira, the so-called Discord leaks that hit the uh, internet a couple of months ago. The intelligence report in question drafted in June of last year shared with the Biden administration, which means that the White House, again, assuming this is accurate information and not another misinfo, disinfo type intelligence op, uh, but what it means is if the Biden administration was in fact in possession of intelligence last June of a Ukrainian plan to bomb the Nord Stream pipelines, it means that they knew that their accusations of Russian involvement were a lie right from the start. Well, among the more interesting aspects of this intelligence leak is that it says the Ukrainians conducting the op reported directly to the country's top military officer, General Valery Zhilizhny, in order to avoid letting Vladimir Zelensky, the president, know about it, probably for plausible deniability. Oh, look, Zelensky's not a bad guy. This was a rogue element inside the Ukrainian government, allowing Western media sources to continue to portray 
Ukraine and Zelensky as the heroes in this narrative, rather than saying, look, the reasons the Germans faced a cold, dark winter last year without the natural gas they'd come to depend on from Russia is because of the Ukrainians. Um, the uh, Washington Post wrote in its report Tuesday, the highly specific details, which includes numbers of operatives and methods of attack, show that for nearly a year, America's Western allies had a basis to suspect Kiev, Ukraine, in the sabotage. Now, the timing of this revelation is interesting because the report in the Washington Post came out the same day as the bombing of the Karkovka Dam and the hydroelectric plant. Russians already seizing on the parallels between the Washington Post report and the bombing of the Kirk. And, and again, looking back at last December's report in the Washington Post about Ukraine bombing the dam itself in November of last year. Now, remember that Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist Seymour Hersh reported in February that his sources inside the intelligence community put the blame on a team from the U.S. Navy's Diving and Salvage Center in Panama City, Florida, saying that they were the ones who carried it out because Ukraine does not have the resources to carry out an attack of this sort, certainly not in the Baltic, where they've got no access to the ocean. They don't have a functional Navy at this point. But, and the reason for using, by the way, the uh, Navy's Diving and Salvage Center was to avoid congressional oversight that's required when you run a special operation using, you know, the Navy SEALs. But one thing is clear in the wake of all of this, which is this. The Biden administration is lying about major war-shaping events, what's going on between Russia and Ukraine, and it has been lying about what's happening in that war a very long time. What is the truth? We don't know, but we can be sure that the official narrative is not it. Topic number three, guard your children. Several stories here that emphasize the need to be vigilant if you're a parent or grandparent a British Columbia high school guest speaker handed out safer snorting kits, as in snorting drugs. Yes, <laughs> this was uh, handed out to minors as part of a presentation about harm reduction and drug prevention. These kits included straws and wallet-sized cards for cutting powder into snortable lines. This supported by the Vancouver Sun. These kits came with a booklet titled Staying Safe When You're Snorting, and uh, it included helpful tips on having sex while high. Another story, Microsoft will pay $20 million to settle charges from the U.S. Federal Trade Commission that it illegally connected personal information from children without the consent of a parent or guardian. Mom, dad, be aware of what your kids are doing online and what they are agreeing to. Clicking OK or I accept on those things sometimes means your kids are sending personal information to people you do not know uh, and don't even get it. Don't even get us started on, you know, TikTok and Instagram and other social media apps. And then there's this, the New York Times for kids, which is a supplement that appears in the print newspaper on the last Sunday of every month. The kids section began back in 2017 as part of the New York Times magazine supplement. It often looks harmless, you know, very uh, colorful and ex exciting artwork with inside uh, for kids, cartoons, games, puzzles, articles about cool things about, you know, bugs and critters and stuff. Well, on April 30th, New York Times Magazine published the puberty issue, which can have useful information about, uh, you know, the way kids' bodies are changing, um, but is also filled with radical ideas about gender. It dismisses attempts by parents to remove pornographic content from school libraries as anti-LGBTQ plus book bans. 
and falsely claims, most dangerously, that medical care for children experiencing gender dysphoria saves lives. Just a few pages into the puberty issue, New York Times encourages its readership aimed at uh, kids between the ages of 8 and 14 to explore their gender identities by going online and uh, finding sexually-themed internet chat rooms. Seriously. Mom? Dad? Know what your kids are reading and getting into. The New York Times is trying to groom your children, and they're not alone. Uh, Topic number two, non-human craft, a story that's making the rounds of the Internet. A former intelligence official turned whistleblower has given Congress and the intelligence community inspector general classified information about deeply covert programs that he says possess retrieved, intact, and partially intact craft of non-human origin. By the way, just for the record, this picture here is from the Perseverance Mars rover taken by the uh, Ingenuity rover. Just so that's, (laughs) it's extraterrestrial if you're a Martian, say maybe extra Martian, because it came from Earth. (laughs) Assuming that that's not the Arizona desert or something. Anyway, um, the uh, official 36-year-old David Charles Grush, a dedicated former combat veteran uh, officer in Afghanistan, uh, is a veteran of the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency and the National Reconnaissance Office, and uh, says that recoveries of partial fragments through and up to intact vehicles have been made for decades. Now, do we at Skywatch TV believe it? No. Uh, It may be unfamiliar to most in the military, but that doesn't mean it's extraterrestrial. And we will note, as Josh Peck and I did in our 2017 book, The Day the Earth Stands Still, that every time there's a disclosure of this sort, the fingerprints of the intelligence community are all over it, meaning that the intelligence community is doing what the intelligence community always does, which is shaping the narrative. Don't look at our secret craft. It must be extraterrestrials. Coming up, how to get paid for no work. Give you that helpful hint next on 5 and 10. Christ compared the days of his return to those of Noah. Genesis 6-4 says, There were giants in the earth in those days. Are we as humans once again about to be brought face to face with a prophesied super race of malevolent giants, literally hell-bent on the destruction of the image of God and his people? What modern-day mystery surrounding Gilgal Raphaim, the ancient wheel of giants, might be linked to a sudden hyper-acceleration of end times prophecy? Skywatch TV is proud to unveil for the first time anywhere, the docuseries that uncovers what Bible scholars have missed for hundreds of years, the Angels and Giants Expedition Collection. When you order this phenomenal new collection, you'll receive the Angels and Giants, the Watchers and the Nephilim four-part docuseries on DVD. This groundbreaking new series travels the world and unveils for the first time ever archaeological, cultural, and even spiritual evidence of the existence of fallen angels and giants here on Earth, beings whose allegorical, historical, and even physical handprints have remained purposely hidden behind the veil by wicked, anti-God evildoers. Until now. Join producer and director Rudy Landa, along with Tim Ross and their incredible team of scholars as they travel thousands of miles around the world to investigate dozens of ancient locations like Gilgal Raphaim, known as the Wheel of Giants, the megalithic structure in Israel that many prophecy experts believe was the place of biblical legend where Moses encountered an ancient species of giants when Israel settled in the land of Canaan. 
and may even be the tomb of King Ah, the king of Bashan, featuring interviews with world-renowned experts in ancient history, biblical theology, and academia, like Dr. Thomas Horn, Doug Vendor, Carl Gallops, L.A. Marzulli, Robert Putty Putman, Fritz Zimmerman, Stephen Wondernick, and Chief Joseph and Dr. Laura Lynn Riverwind, The Angels and Giants. The Watchers and the Nephilim four-part docuseries on DVD brings you face-to-face with the truth about biblical portals, ancient star gods, the Book of Enoch, the rebellion in heaven involving fallen angels that brought about the birth of giants, a race of super beings known as the Nephilim, and the possibility of their imminent return here on Earth. But that's not all. This brand new collection also includes the Angels and Giants Illuminated Companion DVD. This standalone masterpiece takes you on an expedition of epic proportion. Join as the experts from the Angels and Giants series continue their examination of biblical giants, the Watchers and the Nephilim. You will explore the mysteries of ancient megalithic structures and learn why so many First Nation tribes and civilizations share the same origin stories rooted in the existence of giants and what the Bible has to say about about all of it. Sold separately, these items in the Angels and Giants Expedition Collection hold a retail value of $85. Yours right now for your donation of only $35 plus shipping and handling. You can scan the QR code on your screen right now using the camera app on your phone to place the order at the skywatchtvstore.com or call 1-844-750-4985 and ask for the Angels and Giants Expedition Collection today. Topic number one today, nice work if you can get it, and you can get it if you're a, an Illinois Democrat, uh, getting a job that is where you can literally get paid to not work. Uh, Chicago Democrat, who is an Illinois state senator, has missed her job on purpose and refuses to resign. Patricia Van Pelt, she's been in politics for more than a decade. She's finally, finally figured out, a little bit of a slow learner actually coming from the Chicago Democratic machine, that you don't have to show up to work to get a paycheck. Yeah, she does not participate in the legislative part of her job anymore. She refuses to do so. This is according to Chicago City Wire, citing sources familiar. Uh, She refuses to resign so that Senate President Don Harmon, Democrat from Oak Park, can appoint a replacement. She is elected and paid to represent parts of the north and west sides of Chicago and um, doesn't go into the office, let alone cast any votes. Last year, she told Harmon that she was going to do nothing this year, tell people she was having a medical procedure done. Unfortunately for Van Pelt, or fortunately, depending on your point of view, when she got elected, she expected to be in office for two years, but she drew a four-year term instead, and so she's decided to collect her paycheck for doing nothing for a couple more years. She is, uh, despite this so-called medical emergency that would require her to retire eventually, she is speaking at conferences in L.A., Las Vegas, this after her medical retirement, which she's not officially done yet. She's going to be part of an upcoming conference in Madrid, Spain, where she's charging $1,500 per person to participate in a five-day summit featuring next-level teachings on how to activate exponential success in business, ministry, love, and purpose, end quote. Step one, get elected to the Illinois legislature as a Democrat. (sighs) My home state. (laughs) I pray for my friends who are still there. Skywatch TV's spring virtual conference continues, meaning you can get instant access to more than a full day's worth of 
cutting-edge information. If you were to sit down and watch these end-to-end without interruption, more than a full day's worth of content from the likes of Tom Horn, Carl Gallups, Ryan Peterson, and many others, yours truly included, and in addition to learning about the one-world rising infrastructure of Antichrist, you get access as a free bonus to all six Skywatch Films documentaries. Instant access right now in full HD at DefenderConference.com, DefenderConference.com. During the month of June, our thank you for your gift of any amount to support the work we do on behalf of Whispering Ponies Ranch is the book Lawless, edited by Terry James, the man behind the rapture-ready online forums that have been ongoing for many years, Terry, an end times expert, and uh, this book, Critical Information for Your Reference Library. We'll send a copy to you if you're in the U.S. or Canada for your donation of any amount to Skywatch TV during the month of June. Find out more online at skywatchtv.com. Look for the red Donate button. Log on to skywatchtvstore.com and follow the link or call us toll-free 844-750-4985. Physical evidence on the ground in Israel of the Nephilim. That is Gilgal Rephaim, the Wheel of Giants. What is it? Why is it there? Rudy Landa, film director and producer, and Pastor Doug Van Dorn, author of Giants, Sons of the Dragon, or Sons of the Sons of the Gods, that is. There's dragon imagery involved in some of these locations. Uh, They are our guests on Skywatch TV for the next four weeks. Don't miss this series of programs. Uh, This is about the new docuseries, Angels and Giants, The Watchers and the Nephilim. Guests on this program include, guests on the docuseries include Tom Horn, Carl Gallops, L.A. Marzulli, Chief Joseph Riverwind, and others. And uh, they explain why they decided to make this series of episodes. It is uh, multi-part, several hours long, uh, and a really deep dive into the physical evidence of giants and why they're relevant to Christian theology. The broadcast schedule posted skywatchtv.com slash channels. You can watch it right now on Roku or Apple TV. If you've got uh, our app for your set-top box, you can check it out on YouTube, the Skywatch TV, new Skywatch TV YouTube channel, or of course our Rumble channel where all of our video content is kept. You can also download the app right to your smartphone or tablet with our free app. That app gets you all of our video content, plus important news updates, a calendar of upcoming events, and more. It's available for iOS, Android, Amazon, Kindle Fire, phones, and tablets, absolutely free. And we have links to their app stores at skywatchtv.com. You'll find the link in the top menu bar at our website. Thank you for watching as we keep watch. I'm Derek Gilbert, and this is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV.